You are listening to the Cyfidelity Podcast, episode 127, The Blackest Daddy Issues. The Cyfidelity Podcast contains mature language and themes and is intended for an older audience. In this mandatory episode about Black Panther, it's only a matter of time before I accuse Brian of cultural appropriation. Okay, so that's like riding a bike that, you yeah. know, was it's buried like, under an Incan mummy temple somewhere. Uh, what, what did, how did, uh, how did, uh, Faith put it? It's like riding a biker. <laughs> oh, Faith. <laughs> ah, I miss Faith. I miss that show. That was before they show? went all, yeah, well, before they went all emo so, and broody. So apparently. I just found out in Angel, I'm sorry, in Buffy season 11, that Spike and Buffy are a couple again. <sighs> yeah, I figured that'd be your reaction. Yeah, well, that's there's no reason why that wouldn't be my reaction. <laughs> that's the worst pairing ever. Oh God, really? Like, uh, uh, hey, I don't, I don't know the reasoning behind it. It was just something that I, I heard. So it's like somebody ran out of some storylines. That's what that sounds yeah, like to me. Seriously, wow. Well, yeah, you know, happens so. all the time. Yeah, fuckers. I think Brian is still here, right? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Brian, we're gonna need you today because you're gonna be our token white guy. Because uh, we're gonna be talking about some some African shit, and uh, we're gonna need a white guy's perspective while we talk about Wakanda. <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute. So, so you're saying I get to be Frodo? No, you, you get, get to be, to be our be... Tolkien white guy. <laughs> you seen that meme? <laughs> the only two white guys in the movie are uh, are uh, uh, Bilbo and, uh, and, Smeagol. and Gollum. Yeah. Smeagol. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's Gollum. He's Gollum to me. All right, he eats dead fish. That's not a person anymore. That's a creature. Gollum, 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 Gollum. And you know, no, you, on, you on do that, that much note, better I than I do. <laughs> I think it's time to say welcome. Back to the Cyfidelity podcast. <laughs> it's only been a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is Patrick. This is Michael. This is Brian. And there is no Steve. He's still alive, but uh, you know, he turns out once you breed and you have yeah. that child, it takes time and effort, yeah. and he, you know, he's prioritizing that over talking shit with these other three assholes so you know he's doing whatever. what he should do but that doesn't mean i'm not gonna judge him oh, so, yeah, so, yeah. so he's he's <laughs> bi- he, he's just off binging fatherhood he's binging fatherhood so he'll be back uh after the father after he gets tired of that kid <laughs> yeah no in 18 years yeah. we'll get steve back <laughs> what, what, what i was gonna ask what were the chances of fatherhood being canceled uh 
Oh, ooh, God. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. No. Stop it. No, I we're don't, moving on. I don't, um, I don't even like where that joke is going. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. I just, uh, no. Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. So, anywho, uh, so yeah, so maybe not next episode, but, you know, at some point in the future, we'll get Steve back. Just, uh, also, him being in a different country, being, you know, nine hours out of sync also does not help. So, hey, man, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. And that, no, I'm not going there either. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> How you been? Speaking of other countries, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Segway master. <laughs> Sorry, I just got the theme song to Botmaster in my head. That's, I don't, maybe Patrick knows what I'm no, talking about. No, I got, oh, wow. I got, I got nothing. Sorry. Am I that. wrong in saying Wakanda might have made a better title for the movie? You are wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the hero's that's, name is Black Panther. So. But the movie is about Wakanda as a whole, not just Black Panther. Oh, no, whatever. I agreed. No, no. Whatever. No, I agree. But, uh, you could say the same no. shit about, uh, no, no, Batman. no, 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 no. One, that's silly. Captain America Winter Soldier was not just about the Winter Soldier. It was about Hydra and a whole bunch of other shit, but it's called Captain America. Because Captain America is the hero that we know who's in the movie. And this is his first movie, so he doesn't even get, like, the subtitle. It's just, this is the hero's name. Done. Black Panther. Done. 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 True. (laughs) I like how Brian's like, I'm not going to contest that. Brian, you're going to have to get your... You got to show legs back, son. I am trying to find the sort of (laughs) questions that are not going to incite too much nerd rage concerning this particular movie. Oh no! Oh no! You're going to have to. You're going to have to deal with nerd rage and black rage today, Brian. (laughs) And I hope you're ready for that. Brian's like, I am treading lightly. Uh, I don't want a race war to break out. This is Um, Brian. I'm just going to let you know before this podcast is over, I'm going to accuse you of cultural appropriation <laughs> at least once. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, just be on the lookout for that. It's coming. So so what questions know. should I not ask, just so we can get that out of the way? Well, oh, you, just, can, you can't it, ask if you could touch T'Challa's hair. Just right off okay. the bat, you can't, you can't touch T'Challa's hair. No. No, no. This would be the perfect time to tell him that he can't speak or I will feed him to my children. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm vegetarian. (laughs) Kidding. We are vegetarian. Oh, I love that line. That line was great. (laughs) All right. So right off the bat, right off the bat, let me just ask everybody across the board. Feelings. General review. Did you like this movie? Yes. I like this movie. Brian? I I liked it a lot. It's definitely one of my favorite Marvel movies. I... I'm strongly thinking I might go back to the theater and see it again, which I'm not sure, aside from the Guardian movies, if there have been any Marvel movies I've seen in the theater twice. So I, I, I definitely liked it a lot um, and want to see it at least one more time. So, Yeah, I'm probably going to see it again in theaters. I, was, I went with a group of friends, and one of them backed out at the last minute due to a job situation. So... I'm probably going to see it again just to because that person hasn't seen it yet. You have an um, excuse? I have an excuse to it's see a, it again. Yes, yes. I'm not wasting money. It's my duty. I've got to help my friend out. Yes. He hey, can't go alone. I have to make sure he sees this movie. It's a sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. I do what I have to do. Yes. That's what friends are for? Yeah. That's what Dion Warwick taught me. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, but, uh, yeah, favorite character. I saw that question come up on the uh, on the Facebooks, and so I'm I'm just curious. Um, there's a lot of characters that I like. I'm not really sure which one would be my favorite. If I had to pick a favorite right off the bat, it'd be a toss up between uh, Shuri. And, uh, well, I, I, I guess I'm going to go with Shuri because I actually don't know the other character's name. <laughs> uh, that is the worst reason to pick a favorite character. <laughs> well, no, no. I love this character, the but, worst, I can't, but I can't remember her name. She was the head of the Dora. She was the woman played by uh, the, the actress from The Walking African Dead. Michonne? Uh, yes, Koye. African Michonne. Yes, African Michonne. Oh, is it Koye? All yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. No, no. She was awesome. No, no. <laughs> She is definitely my favorite <laughs> at all the new characters. She's definitely my favorite. No, she was amazing. Yeah. Brian? Uh, I guess, I, obviously, Black Panther was, was quite fun. Um, I, the, with the oh, name, mean, her rank was general, I think, wasn't that? Yeah, what she they, was a general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that, she was the one who struck me as I would have liked to see more scenes with her, uh, more than any of them. That, that was the one I was like, why, why can't we have more scenes with this person? But, so, so we all agree her that, own movie. So we all yeah. agree that she was amazing. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Patrick, real question. Uh, did you expect me to say Killmonger? You did, didn't no, you? No, I was just, <laughs> I didn't. I expected nothing actually from that question. That was to keep you fuckers talking because you were getting all quiet, like you didn't know where the fuck you well, were. Well, I will tell you this: I, I do have comments on Killmonger. Killmonger may very well be now uh, my favorite Marvel villain. I think the only thing that comes close is Loki, and Loki only really wins because he's got more movies. Uh, I really like Loki. I do. I love Loki. But Killmonger was amazing. Yes. Killmonger was so cool because, yes, he's a terrible person and he was a bad guy, but you can totally go, yeah, I completely get where that guy's coming yeah. from. That guy's kind of got a point. Yes. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah. So, best villain in the MCU? Is that what you're, what you're going with? I'm going or with movies. With movies? Okay. Because it can't. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in comic book movies. Yeah, well, uh, no, like I'm all in comic MCU. book movies. I, mean, I, mean, I'm gonna, okay. I got, right, I love right. Magneto more than this guy, uh, than Killmonger. But if Magneto, it, it, does he? It, is he on the list of choices? I guess. Yeah, I'm no, not. I was, I was basically talking about the MCU. Just the but MCU. You make a good point. Well, uh, no, no, Disney Bottom. That's part of the MCU now. I mean, until they decide to reboot it, until he shows up in an actual movie, <laughs> I'm not counting him yet. Wow, <laughs> that was aggressive. Like, no, no, he's not part of it. He's in the standalone universe. Fuck well, yourself. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. That Fox deal's not even done yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, we all know they want to do it, but that shit hasn't actually happened yet. When it does happen and they put him in a movie. Look, dude, I just watched Days of Futures Pads literally three days ago. I love Magneto. Magneto's an awesome villain. And if we're talking of all time... It's kind of hard to beat he, uh, Dark Knight's Joker. I love the Dark Knight's Joker, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, if you're going with yeah the the MCU? the, the yeah. Marvel U, MCU movies produced by Disney, then yeah, I, I would I would probably agree. At least as far as giving a damn about him, uh, Loki's more fun to watch, maybe. But as far mm. as actually caring, <laughs> so yeah. A killmonger probably is superior. As a fun villain, 
not Jeff Goldblum in uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. I, I honestly feel that Thor Ragnarok is highly overrated. Uh, I, I, I don't was, dislike it. It was fun, but it was nothing think, more than that. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I do think most people liked Ragnarok more than me, but I won't say that it's highly overrated. I think it was probably the best Thor movie, but... I, I like the first one much better. <laughs> I like the second um, one much better. So you're all wrong. Um, <laughs> wow, we all I, like, you are the we first all like pers- a different Thor movie. <laughs> I, I, you are the first person I've ever seen go to bat for number two. No, so. I like no. I love number two. I think yeah. Dark World is amazing. Uh, I just like Ragnarok a little bit more. I mean, it's mainly because the Hulk was the coolest version of that character I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm purposely goading Patrick right now. I, I can see. Like he picked up a stick and he just started poking me with it. And it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. Yeah, okay. So we've yeah. been gone for a long time. There's a whole bunch of shit we haven't talked about. Do you, no, you want to do this now, or do we just we just want to? Well, just I don't, ditch the I don't know if we're gonna do. I don't know I'll go into do. it, fucker. Don't think I won't. Well, you know what? We we can talk about Thor in a minute. Let's let's okay. let's, let's 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 do a little bit more of uh, Black Panther. I, 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 Black Panther. I, okay. If I can ask, uh, how accurate was the movie to the comic? Uh, very. How many? Very. Very accurate. I was actually surprised how closely they held to the comic book. I didn't think they were going to do the heart shirt, heart shaped herb. I was like, Oh, they're not going to bother putting that in there. That's a little bit weird. And it's going to take some explanation. And then when it wasn't, it was like, I guess I was wrong. They kept that part in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. <laughs> you got you to have some explanation for why the man has superpowers. So, I mean, you know, I thought they were just going to say it was a suit. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were just going to say it was a suit. No, no, no. Because he fought, uh, he fought Bucky in Civil War without the suit. That's so, true. You know, that's that's and, a good and point. Didn't immediately die. So obviously he's got some superpowers. <laughs> Fair point. I'll grant you that. I hadn't thought about that. No, the um, it's very close to the comic book. I've only read um certain runs, and I won't say that I've read like a full run of any Black Panther, but I've read a fair amount of Black Panther. I've read enough that when I saw Everett Ross, uh, the character played by Martin Freeman in um Civil War, my first thought was, I hope this son of a bitch shows up in Black Panther, because that's a Black Panther character. That character originated in Black Panther. So, so he so, has a tradition of being the token white guy. That was how he, that was when he was created. That was literally his role was token white guy. I, I did find myself wondering while watching the movie if he doesn't really do it in this, in the, ver- the, the version we get, but was there an earlier draft of the script where he's a CIA guy, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, where, he, where he wanders through the movie going, what is it, doctor? What is it, doctor? Over and over again so that T'Challa or whoever happens to be standing next to him can explain the rules of Wakanda, um, and the rules of vibranium and the rules of whatever. Cause that's normally what you need in a situation like this is to have some guy who doesn't or, or girl, if it's a doctor who companion go through and say, what is it, doctor? Over and over again. And they did, I, I noticed they managed to do such a good job of showing and not telling they didn't really need that. I, I felt like I got the film fine, but uh, I did wonder, is that what he was originally created for, was to, to be the representation of of the United, U.S. comic book reader's point of view, especially if you're picking up a Black Panther comic for the first time? 
But you see, uh, you don't need that in a comic book because they just put like a little dialogue box or like a little uh, thought box that right. just explains everything. <laughs> okay. They, well, the exposition boxes as they are. They do that, but some to. not all writers do that. I know that some of your favorite writers, John Byrne and, and Chris Claremont, absolutely do that. Yeah. Um, I will say, I, uh, I mean, historically, that was Robin's whole role. That's why Robin was created, was for that. So um, I, I so did I, to re- correctly deduce what he was there for. And I don't know that that's whatever Ross was there for. Oh, I've oh, read I the see. first. I've read the first couple of issues where Ross was created, um, and uh, they make a lot of jokes about him being the token white guy. So, because uh, you know, like this was the when uh, Christopher Priest was this guy who took over um, Black Panther for a period of time when nobody was reading it, so he was basically allowed to do whatever he wanted to do. So he created a token white guy and actually made jokes about how he was the stereotypically whitest guy ever. And as a joke, they sent him to Africa as the Wakandan ambassador. And, uh, he just kept clashing with everybody cause he didn't really get what was going on. So yeah, I do think they were using him for that purpose, but also making jokes at his expense. All right. Um, were, there was a lot of characters, in this movie that I found to be very fairly memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, are all of them from the comic? Were there any standout character that was like, no, this is just a creation of the movie. Uh, I don't know black Panther enough to answer that one. I will say Shuri is very different in the comic books because there was a period of time where she was black Panther. She's a lot older than that in the comic book. She's basically the same comparable age as black Panther. And uh, there was a period of time where she was black Panther. And, uh, I was, I had, I went to the movie with a friend and I mentioned that. And, uh, he asked me, did the internet lose its mind when there was a female Black Panther? And of course the answer to that question is yes. The internet (laughs) lost its damn mind when there was a female Black Panther. Why, why are you changing the things that I love? Really? Even with with Black Panther? Apparently it (laughs) must have happened in the last two years then. Okay. It it, it happened, I think, five years ago. But yeah, it was recent enough that the internet lost its shit. Okay. All right. So, I, go ahead. No, no, no. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna repeat myself. I was just say I, I I don't know Black Panther well enough to know if any of the other characters were similar. I, I assume Claw was from the comic. Yes. Oh yeah. That just didn't seem like the sort of character one would generate from scratch in a Disney film. No. I was like, this has got to be based on something. Nobody would just say, and he does this, and he looks like this, and he acts like this. <laughs> it's like, what? So, the, well, the way he acts, I don't think is from the comic book. Oh. That was, that was, they changed him a little bit. Um, and the fact that in the comic book, he's not, he's not like, Crazy. He's a little bit crazy in in the movie, which I'm okay with, but he was a little bit on the nut side. <laughs> I, I did like when he asked him, do you have like a, are you promoting a, a single? And he's like, I am actually, I can get you my, <laughs> my SoundCloud link. I was like, that son of a bitch is serious. Like he actually <laughs> does have a single. Oh my God. <laughs> That's good. I thought that was funny. Mm. You know, it's a shame that he died. I, He's a good. He was a good villain too. I'm just he gonna put that out villain. there. He was a great villain, but I I didn't like the fact that they killed him. But then I did actually like the use of him being killed. I was like, okay, I get what you did, 
and that was a worthy sacrifice for that. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a good reason for it. So yeah. I was with you. I was like, oh, uh, you don't you don't kill bad guys in comic books. You imprison them or you send them to some other universe, and then they come back no. for the sequel to fight you again. Yeah, no, worst case, no. you throw them off a cliff and the body's never recovered. You know, so <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what we do to the heroes now. Oh, um, I guess so. <laughs> that's because your greatest villain ever was a cocky son of a bitch. Like, oh, look at me. Uh, you know what? You should just snap his neck and then just leave him there. And then, you know, problem solved. There's no rebellion. There's no nothing. Uh, well, you know, thanks to the thanks to the late '80s, we do kill com- we do kill villains in comic books. They just come back with no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an explanation. It's always stupid. Yeah, well, just because you don't understand the quantum metaphysics of coming back from the dead. Would you have liked the ending of the movie better if Killmonger had lived? Oh no, no, no! no Killmonger no, no. had to die. Oh no, Killmonger that, that totally a- had to die. I get. First off, let me just say this right off the bat. Killmonger had one of the coolest last lines, like, ever. When he said, just throw me in the ocean with my ancestors that knew that uh, death was better than bondage. I was like, all right, that was an awesome line. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty fucking badass line. You think Uh, so? I do. I don't don't know what he was looking at. Um, In Wakanda, there is no bondage. They aren't aren't enslaved. No, no. He was living life better. No, he was talking about if you save me, I'm going to be imprisoned. He would, he would have been. Oh yeah, he absolutely. So he was just making the point. Mm. I'd rather die than be in because I will be put in a cage if I if I live, which is a fair point. He absolutely would have. He earned that shit though. No, um, no, no, he earned it. He absolutely he earned that shit. <laughs> he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He deserved he deserved to be killed at the end of the movie. That's a great character. That's what I love. That's what when I love I, the character. When I, I, I kept seeing actors that I knew, and I knew like every black actor in America was in this movie. But <laughs> when I kept seeing actors that I recognized, like I kept laughing to myself. Like when you saw T'Chaka's brother and that Sterling Brown, and I'm like, oh, that's the guy from This Is Us. I don't even watch This Is Us, and I know who that is. <laughs> And uh, I saw the guy from Get Out. I was like, oh, that's the guy from Get Out. <laughs> I was playing the game, name that black guy. That's what I was doing. Uh, yeah, okay. I didn't actually recognize Michonne. I had to. Really? She, well, one, I haven't watched The Walking Dead in like a year and a half. And two, um,. She melted into that role. Like, I completely was not thinking about the actress playing the role until afterwards where I was like, she looked kind of familiar. I wonder where I knew her from. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, shit, that was Michelle. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Woman takes her hair off and you're just like, Mm. it's like Clark Kent with super glasses, with with his super glasses, with his glasses. Hey, she's a completely different person. She did that accent really well. No, she did. She did. She did a great job. She made a really. She made a very interesting character, a very likable character. Mm. Um, I like. I said she's she's my favorite out of that out of that movie. I like Brian said. I would like to see a lot more scenes with her. Just all of her interactions were great. Okay, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up just so I can put it out there so that yeah. it's discussed. But I don't want this to end up being the whole point of the podcast. But I did like that there was. 
political stuff that was kind of brought up. The whole thing about refugees and bringing them into your country oh, and, yeah. and, and, and the, uh, the issues that that might cause. I also like the fact that they did, they didn't just automatically say, no, we should bring in refugees. No, they did address the fact that there are legitimate issues yeah. that one would have with doing that. Yeah, um, I, so I did appreciate that they didn't just paint one side as stupid or ignorant. They did paint the well, opposing I mean, side as someone that at least had a fair point. Do they, 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 <laughs> they never actually authorize any refugees to come into Wakanda, do they? I mean, no. they, they say no, they're, they're going to start sending aid to other places and helping other countries, but I don't think they ever say they're well, going to let anyone in, do they? I got the impression, and again, this is me reading between the lines. They don't actually say it. I got the impression since that it was brought up that they might do it. I don't think they're yeah. going to have a whole thing where, like, they're going to let all of Africa into Wakanda, <laughs> but I don't think they're as I don't think they're as opposed to it as they were at the beginning of. Oh, the movie. definitely not. No. Right. I I too. Am- do you do you think that's a good idea though? Well, Them I letting mean- in refugees into Wakanda, uh, like it is here in America. It, if you do it correctly, yes. If you just let everyone in, no. But if you do it in a way that yeah. makes sense, <laughs> I, I think it does. I think they might be saving their refugee bullet for the 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 Asgardians, perhaps. Oh, good point. Because because yes. we're going to be oh we're going to be addressing the hell out of of refugees in an upcoming film, so uh, we don't need we 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 don't need to hit that one too hard. You know, we'll certainly touch on it. I I there, do say I'm very pleased that mm, Disney has chosen to be a little more daring with its commentary and its messages and its and its social commentary in these films and in the Star Wars films than they have to be. They don't right. have to do that. Have, these yeah, movies are going to sell that. a fuck ton of money either way and they are deciding that since they're deciding to actually be a little to 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 actually put a little bit of social commentary in here beyond oh look these are the bad guys these are the good guys. Well, that's what made Killmonger very cool for me cuz I kind of felt like and this, like you just said, Ryan, they didn't have to do this. This was not necessary, but I thought it was cool when they, when Killmonger's whole point was there's a country like this in Africa, and yet there are millions of black people across the world of African descent that have issues, and they're just choosing not to do anything about it. I'm not saying that that country is has to do something about it, but I can totally see where some person would have a huge problem with well, that. I, I have to admit, when the movie first started, that was my first thought, and I thought, Brian, relax. It's a comic book movie. Just let them... It, this is how the co- it works in the comics. Don't start getting all political. Just to sit back and enjoy the freaking movie. And then they actually brought it up in the film, and I was like, oh, well, nice. Okay. I, yeah. I don't no, have yeah, that's my thing. Like, they didn't have to go there, but I thought it was... When they went there, I was like, oh, cool. That's why, that's why, in my opinion, I thought Killmonger, cause he had kind of a viewpoint that I could completely see a person having that viewpoint. I don't know that I, I don't know that I agree with the means that he was going to. Let's conquer the earth. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a bit much. I like, I like it. You're, you're very equivocally like, ah, it's, he had a viewpoint that someone could conceivably show well, in I a just, person. I just well. don't want people to think, cause, because I went there with a friend, and when I said he had a viewpoint that I could understand, he thought I meant, oh, black people should conquer the earth. No, that's not at all what I meant. 
Well, that's the oh, thing that's that Killmonger. That was kind of his viewpoint, though. No, I, I don't know where that, I'm saying, I, that confusion could be made. I, I, I'm saying I understand his motivation. I don't understand his designs. Well, Killmonger like, keeps no, no, boiling no. things down into black and white, A or B, yeah. and there is no middle ground for Killmonger. You're yeah. either the, the the slave or you're the conqueror, and those yeah. are the only options. Um and and to be honest, uh, even T'Challa starts out with a kind of uh, well, I guess the best plan is uh, is Wakanda first, you know, and that's all he wa- that's all he really wants to do at the beginning of the film. So, you know, well, he 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 actually ends up, you know, absorbing some of Killmonger's ideas. You know, in a sense, Killmonger's well, you know, ideas he, survive him. Well, no, yeah, no, uh, the, he, uh, I don't think those are Killmonger's ideas. I think those those were Nakia's ideas. Well, they were Nakia's ideas, and but um, Killmonger took it to the extreme. Yeah, and uh, and uh, T'Challa was put in a position where he recognized there's some value in at least considering these ideas yeah, and not, he's been not going to, to the Nik- extreme that Killmonger was going yeah, to. But I don't he, he had think been exposed to Nakia for quite some time. Nakia hadn't changed his mind. So no, it was no, this, no. the catalyst and, and he was also apparently nah. friend- they, they had just come back together, right? Like yeah. They were together. Then she went off to do her, her, her Wakandan CIA stuff. And then she comes back and that's when they have that discussion of, Hey, you should stay. And she's like, yeah, I can't blah, 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 go out into the world. Right. I, I, I don't think that having this crazy person show up and, um, you know, run roughshod over your country is going to make you go, yeah, but you know, he did have some good ideas. Like that is not how people work. Right. Um, now, now, now maybe, maybe not, maybe the only interaction was, um, you know, my cousin was left someplace because of, you know, whatever our right. our foreign policy was. Maybe that's fucked up because he did have right. some sympathy for the fact that this kid was left by himself. Right. But I, th- I think his issue was that he was recognizing the faults that his predecessors did. And Killmonger was the result of those faults. Well, and Killmonger yeah, knew, I, had correctly identified that he was the result of those faults. He was oh, well, self-aware said, that this is yeah. what screwed him up, <laughs> or at least. But you know, you know how you guys are like, oh, I'm glad they weren't political. I'm like, oh, ugh, well, no, political. I, I assumed That's, you were not a fan of the fact. Yeah, that they were political. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking comic book movie, people. I don't look. Look, <laughs> I don't um, want any social commentary in my films. <laughs> uh, not when it's poorly done. Um, I don't think is, it was. Yeah. Well, of course you don't think it was. You're extolling its virtues. I, however, the the problem that people make is they they boil things down until they're too simple, and then their analogies don't apply, right? Okay. And so there are there are different issues and concerns with how all of that works. Instead of just making a, a simple blanket, uh, well, we're black and they're black, so you know, we should we should all stand together. I mean, that's that's a bit more simplistic. But they pretty and much said that was not the solution. Yeah, it that, was that, not that's that what I was simple. just about to say. That was Killmonger's viewpoint, and everybody yeah. was acknowledging that is that was not that's that's going too far. Uh, not <laughs> get out. Get out didn't acknowledge that shit. No, no, and no, and they were fairly acknowledging that that character was basically wrong. No, they 
they had characters that bought into it because it wouldn't make sense that no one in Wakanda wouldn't see Killmonger's viewpoint. Like, there would be some characters that would Especially be like, somebody I like, like where he was coming from. Not, Especially well, some people who were already leaning well, in that direction anyway. Except yeah. except most people in most people in Africa, black people in Africa, don't really see this whole communal we're all black thing anyway. So where you're saying that 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 makes sense, like I don't see it. Maybe somebody would, but in general, that's not the general okay. viewpoint. Again, I'm not making the point that everybody would feel the way Killmonger does. Everybody. Let me finish my thought. No. I'm not making my Do point. Do you know where we're at? <laughs> we don't let people finish. Stop I'm talking. I'm talking now. I'm not making the point that every black person should feel this way or that his viewpoint was correct. The only thing that I'm saying is quite like Magneto. I'm not saying Magneto was right. I'm saying I get where that guy is coming from. I get that somebody would get to that point. It's like a conversation that you and I have had in the past where there are black people in this world that don't want equality. What they want is they want their turn to be like uh, the like the the race that's like subjugating the white race that's what they want i'm not saying i agree with that in I'm this saying, instance we'll call them killmongers Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, i'm not <laughs> saying i agree with those people i'm just saying i understand the anger that comes from that and wanting that but at some point you're supposed to rise above that killmonger didn't Killmonger said, fuck it, I'm going to wallow in this. And I'm not, I'm just saying, I get that anger. I'm just saying, he didn't get over that. (laughs) I get, I get where, I get that Killmonger would think that. I have no problem buying that. I'm not saying that, however, is where I, is where I run into an issue with that. And then afterwards, when they're like, okay, so we're going to, we're going to tell everybody that we're, you know, Wakanda's going to help, even though we've positioned ourselves as a third world nation, um, which rightfully so. When the guy, when he, T'Challa gets up there and he says a little speech and the guy's like, uh, yeah, so, and you're going to help with what now? Some goats? Like, you, I, like did, I, you, I, did you literally say rightfully now? Here's the thing. Even if I agreed with that guy's sentiment, it is not cool to just blurt that out right after. Ha, ha, that's cool with you to just say to the um, man's face. What are uh, you supposed yes, to be doing? Yes. That's yeah, not look, cool. Look, dude, look you dude, can believe dude, that, but. Dude, dude, serious, serious, seriously. Seriously, mm-hmm. if you are if you're positioning yourself as, oh, well, you know, we we have we have nothing, but oh, we're going to spread out into the world. You can say, well, it's rude, but that's kind of what everyone's thinking, because when they think of aid, they're like, OK, food drops and planes and all this stuff. And Wakanda has none of that doesn't mean they're bad people. Mm-hmm. It's just when it comes to helping the world. Yeah, you've got five goats. What what can your five goats? It's nice that you want to share your five goats. Mm-hmm. It really is. But well, that seem, seems like they had enough clout that is T'Challa's father was pushing things around a bit in the UN in the in the Avengers film. He wasn't yeah. being completely ignored as just uh the No, no. No, no. Just just because you don't ha- just because your country isn't prosperous well, doesn't necessarily well, mean that they ignore you at the UN. I mean, that's 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 actually, the etiquette actually, that, that Michael's talking about. Actually, actually, let, let me be fair. Uh, while I tend to lean closer to where Brian's thinking, Civil War actually gives an explanation for why T'Chaka's talking at the UN. That building that Wanda blew up 
was a Wakanda building. Ah, all right. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. That so, was a apologies. Wakanda building. So that's oh, but they why. weren't in Wakanda. They were no, they, was... they were in another country, but okay. the building that was blown up was a Wakanda country. All right. Okay. So, so that's Wakandans why he the guy died. On the spot. Yeah, Wakandans died in that building. So that's why oh. they went to Wakanda. Oh, they, I missed that. That's why I missed that completely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's why he was talking. So Clearly, there's an explanation. needed a little more vibranium in the building, but <laughs> <Right>. they <laughs> nice. They uh, that was the explanation for why uh, T'Chaka was there. Was the building that was blown up was a Wakanda? I think it was supposed to be like an embassy or something. Was okay. a Wakanda embassy or something? Uh, okay. I like I said, I uh, I just I. This last weekend, I watched Days of Futures Past. The weekend before that, I watched Civil War. <laughs> hey, I had to prep for Black Panther, and honestly, no, that's fine. Civil War was really the only movie I felt like I had to watch to prep for Black Panther. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's perfect. That's perfectly fine. I actually went I, and got on YouTube and watched Civil War clips after the film was over because I felt like I needed to remind myself of what happened in Civil War after seeing ooh, Black Panther. Ooh, but can, I'm, can can I be an asshole for just one second? Speaking of T'Chaka. What have you ever asked did, permission before? That's a good point. That's a valid yeah. point. <laughs> um, I, 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 With the people that I saw this with, I was the only person that seemed to notice. But did you guys notice the eye thing? That lazy eye? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering. No, I'm wondering if the actor had a stroke between because that was not there in Civil War. Oh yeah, with his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. not there in that. Civil War. I wonder if the actor had a stroke between the movies. Uh, um, yeah, no, I noticed it. I thought it was. I thought it was a little weird, but I was um, like, I, I guess that was in Civil War. I don't really remember too much about the details. It was, it was it not was in not. Civil okay. War. Right. I just saw it again recently, so that was not there, and I noticed it. And I, I'm guessing it had nothing to do with the movie because it was never brought up. So, and fair enough, no, no real reason to bring it up. But I, uh, it was something that I noticed in the very first scene he was in, and I was like, oh, oh, that's new. Are we? Oh, are we? Are we not acknowledging that? Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. It's not kind of surprised. Disney just didn't reach in with some CGI, but maybe they were mustache scared. Yeah, that's its own thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So all, all, all I'm gonna say is this: I um. I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about what Wakanda is going to do only because you see all the shit that they went through when just one dude knew that they had vibranium. Mm. If they go out to the world and be like, oh yeah, we can help and we can, we got all this vibranium. We can do all this cool shit. Now everybody's going to be like, oh, so we should all just, you know, we should all just sneak into Wakanda. And I'm sure I have no doubt that they can repel the invaders, but it's just, well, they, it's their the whole change policy in there. Nobody knew their whole policy exactly. up until now has been nobody knew it was there. What well, happens no. when everyone knows it's there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have border patrol people go. Oh, we're just going to walk into the forest or whatever, and then they get turned back or whatever. But now it's because no one that I, no one that mattered, as I do my air quotes, um, and I, and by that I mean like governments of, because because it's it's it would be one thing if it was like current present day mm-hmm. right with what we have but i've seen these movies you see the technology these fucking people have mm-hmm. so it's not like oh okay well they got this little holographic shield that'll keep everything no 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 these are people with quinjets and you know all winter soldiers and all kinds of shit like that's just a whole bunch of shitstorm coming that wasn't going to happen before because no one gave a fuck. It's like, I'm not going to go well, to a little shit-ass country to get some goats. I got goats at home. Well, <laughs> and that was like vibranium. There's like a whole mountain of that shit. Here's the thing. 
the movie doesn't get into this, but I don't know that they're going to completely like out themselves. I think they're just saying that well, they're going to make more of an effort to assist. I don't. You, I uh, actually get the impression, Michael. Are you they decloaked? They decloaked their ship in. They decloaked their ship. Like and, and, that's yeah, people that know was, that shit that now. That was in Oakland. Nobody saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one cares. Nobody saw that. That was in Oakland. See, Nobody's gonna like, believe random black people from Oakland. <laughs> Shield or equivalent Hydra or whatever is not gonna be like, oh hey, look, there's like an airship flying around in Oakland do, that's not do in you the think appropriate Hydra's airspace. in Oakland. Hydra's not in Oakland. <laughs> Hydra's everywhere. Hydra's not in Oakland. That's what makes Hydra Hydra. You cut off one head, now there's like seven black ones popping. Up, like, oh, yeah, you think we were in Oakland, did you? The, the, well, we the, are, we're everywhere, the, the baby. black Nazis, that, that's what we're talking about now? <laughs> uh, that's Hydra for you. Uh, you don't have to, you know, they changed their message. It was all about helping the human race peace through power. That's, uh, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to goose step to do that. So, so you get, you get all the people in. So I will say you this. Think, you think Killmonger wouldn't have been a part of that <laughs> if he didn't <laughs> no, know he that he was Wakandan royalty? <laughs> I will say this. There was one line in the movie that said in the UN scene that was like throughout the movie, there was definitely moments where they were kind of talking around certain things, but they never outright said it. There's one line in the movie where I'm like, okay, they're directly talking about a particular person. Uh, and I actually laughed, but when I brought it up to the two people that I saw it with, I'm the only person that caught it. So maybe they weren't as blunt as I thought they were. But when he's giving that speech at the end and he says, uh, only cowards build beer barriers. I was like, okay, well, it's pretty clear who they're talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah, no, I picked up on it. I got that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty clear who that was directed at. But I, I was the only person in my group of people that actually I, caught I, that. I, I, I think I was reading a little too far into the film. I was like, <laughs> okay, so we've we've got the two people competing for the new leadership shot slot, and then the completely inexperienced outsider that has that nobody actually wants in charge ends up technically winning the slot and becoming the leader of the country. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, you were digging into that. I, wow. I will say, Holy shit, man. you can definitely read that, but I do think that might be reading a little too far. I, I, think, I, might, I, I think they might have just been riffing on things as opposed to trying to set up an elaborate metaphor. I think it might have just but been, I, yeah. wouldn't it but be speak, cool that's, if? <laughs> so. That's the generic, uh, you know, usurper comes in and yeah. wins the contest Well, usually strength. the usurper has to cheat, and he didn't actually cheat. He did no, not he didn't. win. He didn't until, actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. actually, and one thing, and uh, this is just well, me but he being... he didn't win either, so... This is me just being a film nerd, but I did love the shot where you see Killmonger walking into the throne room for the first time and the shot turd starts off upside down. I just yeah. thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, um, there is one last thing that I wanted to make a point when you commented about social commentaries and when they make them, they don't exactly line up. I get where you're coming from, but I don't think it's a film's job to tell you exactly how a specific situation should be. I think, honestly, most films are always going to try to discuss the the principle. They're not ever actually going to talk about a specific thing and say, this is why this is right and this is why this is wrong. Most films are going to attack it as a... We're talking about the general idea, not a specific situation. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think right. a film should so, go beyond that point. Well, I, I think, think it's a general idea. What? 
Go ahead. If you're making a film set in the middle of in Nazi Germany during World War II, I think you're allowed to directly address the issues, the political issues of that. But if you're making science fiction and using metaphors, then yeah, I think you should be addressing the ideas rather yeah, than the specific situation. Now, okay. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, and right. if you're talking, so we're gonna, if, so now we're going to go back to the whole Elysium thing, right? And so the <laughs> thing is, is that when you when you don't line your metaphors up. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you don't line your metaphors up, I'm not saying they need to be perfect, but they need to be on parallel lines. Right. Because the because what you do when you put a metaphor in a movie is you say and like Star Trek did this thing. That's what it's known for. Right. Which is to say, all right, we get the, the, the basic concept parallel lines. So, oh, you're black on one side and white on the other, but you're white on that side and black on the other. There's no real distinction between the two of you. That's stupid. Like that is a perfect metaphor to racism because black, white, it's not, it's not the skin color. It's the thing, right? If, however, you start talking about, oh, well, we're all the same, but you compare like a Klingon to a, uh, like a Betazoid. No, they are that you, you can't make those parallels because there are specific things in the canon that say no they are not the same they klingons are known for but, being aggressive like that that is part of their makeup whereas other species don't well right? that is so that is say, one of the great dysfunctions of star trek if you on a fundamental level is that in back in the 60s half the writers were using the various aliens to represent different psychological and political points of view yeah, and then the other half of the writers wanted to dis to use the aliens as legitimate, uh, a legitimate multicultural species with their own beliefs and their own cultures and their own uh, their own internal variations. So if you make all the Vulcans logical, it's great for telling one type of story, but it also seems to indicate that all the Vulcans that, that there's something wrong with all the Vulcans because why aren't there any Vulcans who aren't logical or why do they all believe the exact same thing? And and so the metaphor ends up crumbling and breaking down because they can't be both a symbol for a psychological state and a symbol for, you know, an alternate cultural point, uh, an alternate culture. I think you're missing my point. So my point is, if you don't line them up, right, then you can't make the because you're you're not just coming out and saying, um, you know, people should be this way. I, I'm on the fly, so I'm sure this, this, my description is going to be vague and whatever. But you can't say, oh, people should do this if your metaphors don't line up. So we'll go back to Elysium, right? Elysium is saying, gee, aren't the rich people selfish for holding all the healthcare to themselves and all you have to do is hop on this bed and it'll fix anything, right? And in that instance, yes, those people are selfish because apparently they have infinite energy and so why the fuck not? However, if the parallel, if the metaphor is so you should have, uh, universal health care, well, we don't have a bed that just magically fixes everybody and all you have to do is plug it into the wall, right? There are lots of other constraints about supplies and demands and resource scarcity and all this other stuff, right? If you make that same, like what our, our one friend says, oh, gee, you know, in Star Trek, that's a, that's a completely socialist communist economy he's like well yeah but they have they have a machine that turns unlimited energy into 
whatever you want. And it doesn't take any time. You just say, I would like food and it gives you food or I would like medicine and it gives you medicine or I would like a house. If we could do that, then yeah, shit. Yeah. Why wouldn't we live in a socialist society? There's, well, there's no resource scarcity. So, so all I'm saying is you, your, your metaphors need to at least be parallel to make the point right. that you're making. Right. Otherwise, you start suggesting points that don't translate. Right. That's I, I, well, I, I will I will say one thing. Hold on, Brian. <laughs> I will say one thing. I, I lining up to get me. <laughs> I I, I, uh, I also I haven't called I haven't told Brian that he's culturally appropriated something and I'm running out of time. <laughs> um, you really are. No, no. I uh, no. What I was gonna say was I get the point that you're making. However, I think when Brian. Because I agree with you. I think Brian mistook what you were saying, but I think he mistook what you were saying in a way that's helpful for me right now. In the <laughs> sense that I think Brian got lost in the weeds and, yeah. and started talking about Star Trek and the specifics of Star Trek. And yeah. I actually think that's what you are also doing. When which, is, I, which is my fault for bringing up Star Trek around Brian, <laughs> so, that or Doctor Who. Totally dangerous. TARDIS has like a quantum drive, right? Not exactly. A yeah, drive if you bring you up back. Star Trek, you're basically asking I, him to I, like. So I, we haven't done this in a while. Forgive me. <laughs> now, what I'm going to say is, I agree with you on Elysium, and I like Elysium. But here's the point: Elysium isn't like Black Panther in the fact that a. Well, but no, hold on, uh, Black hold Panther on, hold is on. good. I feel like Black Panther was trying to make a subtle political point, whereas Elysium was trying to make a political point that was all in your face. And I don't entire, while I like the movie Elysium, I don't agree that they were successful in conveying their social commentary. I do think Black Panther was successful in giving their social commentary. So that's what I was curious about. What's your specific issues with Black Panther's social commentary? Uh, I'm saying that if you are a regular, say a regular country, mm -hmm. and you say, okay, all right. So um, Black Panther has, it, uh, Wakanda has been living a lie. They have been hiding everything about their culture to basically make their culture uninteresting so that no one mm -hmm. interacts with them. Correct. Right. And now they're saying, well, you know what? We, we should help. And so we're going to throw away that veil of secrecy mm. and we're going to in some way reveal ourselves. Maybe we don't say, Hey, guess, look, this is the vibranium mountain. Come and steal it. But you know, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think they're going to gonna do that. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but enough that, um, that they are opening themselves up to other things as opposed to where I think the metaphor is or the message is, is you're a country. Everybody knows everything about you. You should let more people in. I, I don't think those two are well the I'd, same. I don't, those aren't the same issue. So be, you can't really make the, the parallel between them. Uh, to be clear, I do think the refugee part of it is more of a line that came up uh, in that one thing. I actually don't think that is what he's doing at the end of the movie. I actually think at the end of the movie that he's just saying, as a country, we are going to do more to try to help people. Now, is refugees going to be a part of it? Probably, but I don't think that is the whole point of what he's doing. Well, right, but if you're saying that, okay... Wakanda has said we are not we have been insular we've been um we've been focused on ourselves and now we're going to go out and help and if you're trying to make that 
metaphor to the United States, that doesn't make any sense. The United States has been out helping people for fucking decades. So I, I don't get it. So unless it's specifically I think refugees. It, I think it was specifically not talking about... And this is what I mean by getting lost in the weeds. I think the yeah. idea that they were trying to get to, and this is the point that I was trying to make earlier, is they're not trying to say America is bad. I think what they're trying to attack is this resurgence of ice, the idea of isolationism is good, which yeah. has been a resurgence of lately. So again, I don't think they're trying to say America is bad. They've always hidden what they're doing. They're never, they've never helped anybody. I think they're just trying to attack the idea that isolationism is good. I think yeah. that's the idea that they're trying to attack. They're just trying to deal with the idea of people who never want to help people and they're not saying they're not saying america has always been this they're just saying there are and it's not just america there are countries all over the world that are suddenly grappling with this groups of people who are just saying that's not my problem that's some other country's problem and i think no, they're just trying I, to deal with that yeah, i think okay. america is the most well-known one but if you yeah. watch the news they're dealing with this shit in england they're dealing with this shit in france they're dealing no, with this no, shit no, no, all no. over and, the and world so, <laughs> and so this is gonna to take this further, which I won't, is this is gonna, that's gonna dive into some political stuff. I would say that that sentiment is not, uh, you know, it's not my problem. I think the sentiment is, you know, by putting ourselves out there, we have brought problems home. And so if the, what, if the Black Panther sequel has that they've got, like they're being attacked all the time, then that would be the metaphor for that. But, well, yeah, I would. No one, no one well, cares it, to hear about my political. Well, no, 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 so, no, I would be disappointed if the next Black Panther movie doesn't address the complications of the new policies that they're putting yeah. forward. I, yeah. I would assume they would. The only thing that I'm going to say is, I'm just saying that this movie was just a, about the idea of trying to to. This is how things were in the past. Actually, somebody made a point that this movie has a lot in common with Last Jedi in the fact that. Um, Killmonger and Kylo Ren actually have a lot in common because their whole goals were to kill the past. Let's do things differently now. And also take, to walk around with the shirt off a lot. Yes, that too. This is <laughs> and true. To, and All take right. things to like an extreme. But anyway, the, the only point that I was trying to make was I can absolutely see where some people would take this as an attack to America. That's not, I don't think that's what the movie was about. I think it was just trying to combat the idea of isolation is is the solution it's not the solution or at least i don't think it's solution and that's what the movie was about i mean i'm not i i agree that there will be risks and like brian said i would be disappointed if they have a sequel and absolutely nothing has changed that would be weird that or, would actually or, or be very everything weird. worked out absolutely yeah, perfectly. everything worked out perfectly no i don't assume obviously there's risk to that and that was what the point was and that's what i meant by giving the other side like a fair viewpoint they didn't say, if you do this, everything's going to be perfect. They were saying, no, there is a risk to doing this. There is a risk that will endanger you and will make your life less than what it was before. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. <laughs> so that's what I meant by it. They didn't, I, I give the movie credit for at least acknowledging that, I mean, there's a sacrifice to doing this. I mean, it's not nothing. It's It's no... It's not, this is, I'm a great person and this is what I'm going to do and this is what we should. No, no, there's, there's absolutely a risk and a sacrifice to doing this. <laughs> 
Anyway. But risk is our business. <laughs> in the last in the last few minutes before we have because yeah, this definitely ran long. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you the last want, few minutes? This is that's this minute. <laughs> did you want to uh or did you want to do are we gonna do a Thor Ragnarok episode? Why not? All right. All right, we'll 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 get around to doing the Thor. Well, it is coming out on Blu-ray soon, so. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm just saying, yeah, if you're gonna, if you're going to have to rewatch everything before you talk hey, about I it, I don't need. Maybe to you should take notes when you see it the first time. I don't. It's need hard to, to do that in the theater. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark, <laughs> man. As somebody who's tried to and do I, this, <laughs> oh oh, I don't fucking Brian. I don't. I don't know if you guys saw it at Alamo, but the Alamo Draft House did a thing uh, where. Uh, before the movie started, they had uh, Chadwick Boseman and whatever the uh, was it Letitia Wright, the actress that plays Shuri. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they had a scene at the beginning of the movie where Chadwick Boseman's just staring at the audience, and Letitia Wright comes in and she asks, "What, what are you doing?" And she goes, "Oh, are you trying to stare down the audience to make sure nobody pulls out their phone?" And he just goes. I'm watching you. <laughs> and she goes, you're being ridiculous. And then she walks away. Now, what really sold it was at the end of the movie when all the credits ran and they did the second post credit scene, they showed Chadwin Boseman again. He, she popped up and said, I'm still watching. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So, at one point, are, are, at one point, are you guys gonna become the pimps? Because you know, I don't. No one does it like Steve does. Nobody does it as well as Steve, but you've at least practiced it. <laughs> <laughs> I have never done it before. I can't pimp. Pimp it ain't easy. <laughs> but it's necessary. But it is necessary. Um, <laughs> so let's see the bare the the bare bones pimping. So Twitter. Uh, at Sci-Fi Show on Facebook slash Sci-Fi Show and Sci-Fi Show dot net Sci-Fi Show dot net uh, Fuck it. I don't know how you found it if you didn't know about any of those things but just in case you are you're, you're, you snuck into somebody's car and you're listening to them while you hide in the back seat and then you after you do whatever unfortunateness you want to listen to more of this shit then that's where you go so sci-fi show.net you can find everything there and until next time this is patrick this is this is michael and i can see why steve makes this look easy (laughs) this is brian we must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe uh, uh, no, that's cultural appropriation. There, I got it. I got it in. <laughs> Under the wire. Wakanda forever. 